Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Arts, we seen you a few months back in Miami. We seen you in the, uh, what is it, the Art, Art Basel. Yeah, Art Basel. And it was a star-studded event. And, and, and you were like the, you were the centerpiece of that whole shit because it was about the NFTs, but you had a bunch of the celebs there with you, brother. Right, right, right. Like, how, how was that? We, we were dying to ask you about that. Are you speaking of the event that I booked, uh, Buster for Nori and yeah, a bunch yes, of these sir. guys? Um, Yes. We need good vibes, more chilling, more tribe, more village, substance, no filler, less drill, more dealer, more heroes, less villains. God made us equal. Scratch that, Ben Triller, rapper, curator, reject, hope dealer, dope dealer, art dealer. Yo, 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 as we proceed to give you what you need, uh-huh. the advocates, motherfuckers, uh-huh. yo, hip-hop advocate show with your man Figs, De La Music, and The Rock, <laughs> but we mentioned in Biggie, we got Brooklyn in the house tonight, man. One of the finest, one of the finest in Man, Brooklyn. last time he was here, I think we broke the internet with the whole NFTs and crypto mm-hmm. talk. Very, and yo, we, we got educated very well. We got on our PBS shit. It was very PBS. That reading rainbow shit, right? <laughs> Word. <laughs> Word. But yo, we got a second time offender in the building, man. What's up, yeah. brother? We got arts with us. Yeah. 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 Zinc, baby. yeah. I'm happy to be here again, man. Thank you guys for having me. No doubt. Um, yeah, you know, I'm here to talk, vibe, let y'all know what. You said it's been a year and a half since we shot the last shit. episode, wow. so yeah. you know, time 19. flies by, you know 19, what I'm saying? 19. So a lot has happened between now and then, um, and I'm here to talk my shit. Yo, <laughs> a lot, a lot. We've just been seeing you touring different countries, different cities, you know, video after videos, you know, you just, you all over the place, brother. How you feeling, man? I'm blessed, brother. I'm very grateful, um, you know, to experience new places, new people, new fans, you know, amazing, you know, uh, like you said, multiple countries are probably in the last few months of touring. I signed over like probably 10,000 autographs. How many titties? <laughs> uh, look at this man about to get me in trouble out here already. We're not even five minutes in. How many, no boobies. How many implants you tap? Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just amazing experience, you know, like, uh, I've always done shows, you know, I've done thousands of shows at this point, but to be on international tour was always a dream of mine, um, and this happened in, like, you know, perfect timing, I would say. We we went to see you at SOBs right. when you uh, had your album release, was it? Your album yeah, release, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Alone in the Metaverse. Yep. And um, we, we kicked it with you, we did a quick interview, I got, I got some free merch, you know, right. um, and but I, after that, bro, it's just been like... Dynamite, yo, it just took straight off, man, to yeah. the moon. Yeah. Amazing, man. Elon yeah. Musk, it, you know what I mean? Elon Musk, and the rocket ship, you know, trying to take off. What, what, like, what's been inspiring you? Like, what's that? How you got that battery on your back just to keep elevating like that? 
Um, I feel like, you know, my biggest uh, competitor is myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, meaning, like, when I do something that, you know, lately in the last few years, there's been some things I've done that I've only imagined I would do since a kid, you know? Um, and things that I didn't think would be, like, you know, something that I could fathom, or you know? Um, I always believed that I had a great energy to manifest everything I've wanted. And people have told me before that I'm an alchemist in some way, right? Um, but when you go through these uh, hula hoops to get certain dreams accomplished, um, there's no instructions to how to get there and how to sustain success. You know what I'm saying? So i just been one to let my work ethic kind of like, you know, prove my concept. Speak for itself. Um, and speak for itself, exactly. And, you know... I always feel like I got angels and God always on my side. Like, you know, um, when these things come into fruition, they happen at the right time and they happen when I'm prepared for, for a lesson or a blessing. You know mm, what I'm saying? Wow. So, would you say, would you say like not, not taking your foot off the gas is the, is, is the, the way to keep the momentum going. Facts. Yeah, that's something I always preach, being consistent, right? But I heard recently, like, being consistent is one thing, but being persistent is even more important because that's being consistent through adversity. Mm-hmm. And that is where the real challenge happens. You know, when you start doing good and you stay consistent, but then life hits you with a bunch of curveballs and you have to keep a straight face while you're doing great. Everybody that looks at the optics, they see you doing great. But even if you're dealing with adversity, sometimes you can't talk to social media about certain certain shit that's going on. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I mean, you just got to kind of like, you know, move with the hiccups and, and just adjust to everything that's happening. So it was it was beautiful when I seen y'all at SOBs. Um, it was a very interesting place because I just went from bringing out like thousands of people at my last show to somebody reporting me on Instagram and getting my page banned. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, your show yeah, was down yeah. for Weeks a minute. Before, yeah, like probably like a month and a half before the album drop and I had like literally everything ready for the album Shit. drop and this happened. But somehow, some way, even me promoting on another Instagram, you know, the SOBs that night, we had a good show out. Um, and then from there, I went to Bosnia, Amsterdam, Paris, Ooh. London, Germany, uh, a bunch of places in the Midwest and West Coast of the U.S. So I just, like you said, kept my foot on the gas. And I was like, yo, you know, I always compare it. The analogy is like when Frank Lucas in American Gangsta, I think he goes to like Thailand or the Philippines and he goes direct to the source. And for me, um, you know, something my boy Rill always tells me, he says the ultimate boss is the fans. And they are the direct source, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what in that in that moment in time, that's what I started to focus in on, you know. Arts, we seen you a few months back in Miami. We seen you in the uh, what is it, the art art Basel, yeah, art Basel, and it was a star studded event. And 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 you were like the you were the centerpiece of that whole shit because it was about the NFTs. But you had a bunch of the. Celebs there with you, brother. Right, right, right. Like, how how was that? We we were dying to ask you about that. Are you speaking of the event that I booked, uh, Buster for Nori? And yeah, a bunch yes, of these sir. Guys? Um, yeah, so that was a blessing. It's, it's like, you know, um, the universe. Like I said, it, I compare it always to my Cinderella moment, like when she try on the slipper, and it's like, oh, that shit fit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I've been dropping music with art for the last, like, 10 years. I was throwing events for the last 10 years and building my community before, like, community was a thing, right? 
Um, and I did this because I wanted to create like a foundation for myself as an artist and as a company to reject dreams, you know. Um, so when NFTs and crypto had came around, uh, the shoe fit because I was arts, the man of the arts. You already, you know what I'm you already, you already built yourself right towards that without even planning that shit. So it felt authentic to people and it added another element to my story. Now, by no means, and this is something that, you know, I lately have been making very clear. By no means am I an NFT rapper or a Web3 musician. I'm an artist. You know, my goal is to always be a global artist, you know, and I'm blessed to be in the NFT space and um, have a lot of crypto fans and followers. Um, but at the end of the day, to me, the biggest thing of them all, you could put like a name on them or a medium, but this is all about art and creativity for me, you know? Um, so in that time and space, a bunch of these tech companies were like, yo, we want to be involved in what you're doing. Like mm. the sauce of what you got going on, bringing the culture together. And my idea was like, yo, I want to show the dream, the reject dreamers out there that you could be a person that's a blue-collar person working on your dreams, and if you build yourself up to create value for yourself as a rapper, as an event producer, you know, as a curator, then people will eventually over time see that. And um, the way it started is when I threw my event in Quad Studios, over 3,000-plus people popped out and celebrities popped out that I didn't know. Um, oh, yeah, I remember that, that, right. that, that joint you did. So a couple weeks later, these tech companies hit me up and they say, yo, we have enough sponsorship money um, for you to be able to, like, blow the doors off this thing. Can you do it? And I'm like, hell, yeah, I can. <laughs> and just coincidentally, I had just met Buster, um, Buster Rhymes, and his manager called me like, yo, you got anything going on for Miami? And I'm like, yeah, I got the perfect thing. Um, oh, I hit up Nori, uh, freaking Murder Beats. Trinidad James, who ended up popping up to my show in New York. He ended up being on the album. Um, the night of, 5,000 plus people. Freaking Styles P shows up. He rocks. Yeah, then Styles P that. gets on my album. Woo. You know, so from there it became just like, you know, like a, a snowball effect of like these different things. And, you know, you always bless me with the Clico bottle. You should have seen me tonight. <laughs> and, art, and what I like to call Arts Basel. Um, I had the big Clico bottle that was probably half my size and I was just in my vibe and, um, people got to see that, you know, and it was almost like the past years that I've been working on my craft in that moment. Like it was history that night for sure. It was the first time Nori and Styles ever performed their songs together. It was a, a few different things. We only promoted the event in one day and we had that crazy turnout. Wow. So I felt like, okay, a bunch of these people are here obviously for the celebs, but these are people from my community, my fans, you know? Um, and I felt like it was a, it was a storybook kind of like event because like I grew up on Buster when I was like eight years old and now I'm, I'm booking him, and I'm performing on the same stage as these guys. Fire, man. It, it was real crazy for me. How, how were they? Like, uh, they were cool. You know, Nori, I, I got to show most love to Nori um, because he was a real genuine dude. Um, and I met Nori on several occasions over the years, um, you know, 
And I even told him that. I was like, you know, I met you a few times, you know. <laughs> and he was like, I'm the type of guy you need to meet a few times. And, you know, he was calling me his nephew, introducing me to his his nephew, his wife, his old fam. He was super cool. Me and Styles were smoking a joint together the whole night. Buster was <laughs> Buster. You know, uh, he killed it, tore the house down. Uh, Murder Beach was a humble cat. Trinidad's always a humble cat. Um, so, you know, it was just a blessing, like, just being able to bring it together and for people to see me not only as the artist I am, but also as like the liaison and event curator I am as well too, you know? But you, that, that goes to show you putting yourself like not, not putting you going out there and putting yourself out in, in places and spaces. It allowed you to get to a point where you started meeting these people, right? And, and coming coming around these circles where you know you're able to be around these legends that you looked up to and, and you know inspire the music that you do, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always you know being in the industry all these years, I've always bumped into people at different you know cir- uh, different circumstances. But you stuff. gotta be out there. But in order for them it. to respect you and understand what you're doing, it's always like the right introduction. You know, I could run down on somebody at a club or a venue and be like, yo, let me get your email. Mm-hmm. And they might remember my face, but they don't know exactly what I do. It's kind of different when the introduction is, yo, this is the person that's killing it right now. This is the person that's bringing you the bag yep. right now. And this is the person that this is his event. So, it, it, you know, and like you said, meeting some of the people that you grew up on, you know, it, it, it was a big thing. But what I've learned over that course of time, too, and this is respect to everybody I've met in the industry, but none of these people are going to give you anything, you know? You got to earn that shit. You know what I'm saying? And you only can be used for how useful you are. To them. Mm. Right. That's the industry that we're in, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like so, niggas that all the time. <laughs> like, not to say like uh, this is how it is, but Jay, I think J Cole has a line where he's like, "Yo, your idols become your rivals." Yeah, like I believe him with that shit because so you battle you battle Buster. Nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, but I say that to say like this is like the NBA. You know what I'm saying? So well, the NBA is weak now. Everybody's buddy buddy right you th- now. You think that, but once they get on a court, them boys is. Uh, you know, they, they offer each other's throat. You see it. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter if it's LeBron, John Morant, Zion. These boys is gunning for the next person, you know? So um, not to say, like, anybody's gunning for me necessarily, but you start to realize, like, you know, when I was younger, I would think, like, oh, I'm going to meet these people and I'm going to perform on that stage and immediately afterwards they're going to try to. They're going to sign me. <laughs> right. it don't It don't try work to. like that. It don't work like that. Nah, nowadays people want to see you moving the train already. Yeah. And they want it to be as easy as hopping on that motherfucking train and they keep going. Yeah, you know what I'm true. saying? Yep. So that's what made me start to respect myself and my own value a little bit more. Where I'm like, yo, I'm a boss because I gotten this far where these people I've grown, grown up on are people that I'm placing, that are placing value on my name and I'm able to give them something that they might not have right now. You know what mm. I'm saying? And vice versa. You know? So... That's how I've started to look at it because, you know, um, the industry could taint you in some ways. You know what I'm saying? It's like I heard the story Neil once said about winning his first Grammy. 
and how he told his mama, mama and everybody, like, yo, watch tonight on the Grammys, right? Uh, I'm winning my first award. So he gets to the award show. He gets to the red carpet. They're like, congrats, Neo. You won R&B song of the year. He's like, thanks. What, uh, where's the stage? And he's like, they're like, no, I'm sorry, Neo. Not every Grammy actually gets recorded for TV. Ain't uh, like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> you know uh, what I'm saying? So the industry sometimes can play tricks on you like that. Like, yo, the minute this show happened, after this, like, we got millions of impressions that night. So in my mind, I wasn't banking on that. Like, yo, it's about to be lit. But you never know, like, you know, and sometimes you're like, yo, things are going to completely change. But then I realized after that, like, oh, there's still a lot of work I have to do to continue mm-hmm. to, to, um, Keep that trajectory moving forward. Moving forward. Keep it going know? up. <clears throat> wow. So, like like we said, we've been seeing you touring, uh, doing performing in different cities, and we were wondering, like, yo, how could it? Like, do you have a favorite spot that you love performing at? And right now, we always ask that question, fellas. I think it's time, yo. It's that tiempo. Your top five, yo. This is our top five cities <laughs> that he performed on. I had the most fun in Berlin, Germany, Paris, um, London. Uh, Did you go to Amsterdam too? I did. Yeah, I think you went to Amsterdam. I had kind of a a great show, but a wacky experience in Amsterdam. So it's not on my top five. I'm sorry, Amsterdam. You're going to have to make yeah, it up. You got to do better, you heard? Yeah. The crowd was great, but it was the, the city at that time where it was just like, maybe I just, it was because I was there only for a day and a half. I don't know. Maybe too much going on. But I would say Berlin, Paris, London. Um, I'm going to say L.A. and Colorado Springs because they show me mad love. Word? Um, yeah. Colorado? Colorado. Colorado. It's fucking sick, man. Yep. The Rockies. Like, that was my team back in the day. Uh, no, Colorado's beautiful, bro. They're like, and they, they showed me so much love to the point where it was like one of the security guards drove me to my Airbnb after because he's like, yo, there's like girls waiting for you outside in the parking lot, dog, and they look camera <laughs> drunk and they're looking for you and you got mad merch and mad shit on you. I was dolo. <laughs> I was dolo throughout this whole tour. What? Yeah, besides yo. one date in Oakland where I brought my, my DJ out, my photographer, but I was, uh, and y'all about to see this because I'm about to release like a whole vlog series and TV platform called Reject Dreams TV in the next few months. So I kind of give you the behind the scenes of all these uh, experiences. And that's going on YouTube? Yeah, it's going to be on YouTube, yo. No. Um, so, uh, yeah, like homie drove me to the Airbnb because he like, yo, bro, I want to make sure you get safe. You know, we'll smoke some weed. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't even know you. You could be lining me up. He's like, man, my name's Smokey. <laughs> Once he said that, I said, all right, I can trust Smokey. I fuck with you. <laughs> shout out to Smokey. Yo, shout out to Smokey, man. <laughs> yeah. Yo, but um, you did mention the first city, Berlin. Yo, and that's a heavy hip-hop city. Yo, they love heavy. hip-hop over there. He- yo, bro, their energy was so turnt. And the crazy thing is, on this tour, I was performing unreleased records, so a couple unreleased. So I was like doing like those old school rock bands used to do, where they'll perform a tune that maybe ain't out yet to see people's reaction, to see if they'll put it on the next album. And I was doing this 
with a couple songs and these people were losing their fucking mind. I'm talking about like there's plenty of videos where mm. crowds just amped and I'm like, yo, I love this because maybe 50% of the people in this room might have not heard my shit before. But they're leaving with a Alone in the Metaverse poster. They're leaving with a sticker, QR codes attached to them joints. Some of the people was buying merch. It was it was crazy. It was beautiful, man. How does it feel when that crowd is just, when you feel that energy? You're giving the energy and they're giving it back to you. How does it feel? Oh, it's the best high of them all. You know, and I was telling my team that too because they're seeing the videos and they're like, yo, that shit look crazy. But I'm like, you know, Y'all got to be with me because the way it looks is one thing, but the way it feels. The way it feels is different. Yo, bros, there was a night that I'm talking about, like, people coming up to me, asking for autographs, asking for selfies in the middle of me performing. I'm holding the phone, recording, rapping to the phone. Like, my my performance game went to a whole new level on tour. I was leaving it out there on a stage every single night. I was hopping in the crowd every single night. The other artists on the tour were like, yo, arts, don't hop in the crowd for this city. I'm like, nah, fuck that. We we (laughs) dancing with the people. We turning up. There was one incident where it was like, well, not an incident, but a situation where these girls from San Diego drove all the way to, like, Anaheim back-to-back days just to catch two shows in a row. And one of the girls was like a Marine. And she didn't even live in neither city. She lived in a city an hour away from those cities. Oh, they were sleeping in the car. Yo, she's, <laughs> a, she's a trooper. It. Yeah, she said, she's yo, I got off work and I drove to the second show. And that's True what made reject, me realize, man. like, yeah, that's she's a, a reject dreamer. Yeah, for yeah, sure. that's, huh? a real, that's a real follower, a real fan right yep. there. Yep. Supporter. It was Holy beautiful. Shit, man. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, we we got something else up our sleeve, man, I, and I think it's time to do this as well. <clears throat> back to back, baby. Yeah, back to back. You guys got something you want to ask Arts before we get into this? Um, nah, nah, we good. So Arts, you know we, yo, bro, you've been all over the fucking world. We take we took a few pictures of you at different spots doing different things. Mm-hmm. And we got them here with us, and we just want you to explain and fix. What you always say. <laughs> We might catch you in some compromised position. <laughs> what? Oh, these, these boys hacked my camera on my laptop. Or we, hacked, we hacked your, your, what is it? My your iCloud. iCloud. <laughs> oh, no. Yo. If my lawyer's watching this episode later on, make sure you get all these men's government. <laughs> all right. So right now, what, what, what this segment is called is Searching for Arts. Uh. First one is, is this one, bro. Talk about that, man. Uh, that's, uh, keeping receipts. Uh, my music video song with the homie Trinidad James. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, the homie, bro. He met, he met me at my show in New York, randomly walked in and he was just a humble cat, man. And, um, you know, I extended the love back because a few weeks after I was doing an Art Basel event and, uh, there was a guy that was a sponsor that owned like a huge majority of gold in the world. So I said, yo, it'd kind of be dope if I booked Trinidad to do all gold everything. Wow. And I booked him for a show. And then afterwards, when he was back in New York, he invited me to the studio. And, um, 
it was so funny because he's such a humble dude because usually when I vibe with people on music, like before we'll start working on music, I'll play some of my music, let them play, kind of have a little listening session. But then I didn't realize that he just watched me perform in Miami and heard a bunch of records. So like when I went to go play some shit, he was like, yo, Arts, you ain't got to play me nothing, boy. I fuck with your shit already. Like, we was just in Miami, and I'm like, oh, word, word, you know. <laughs> so we started playing beats, and uh, that was, like, the second beat I played, and we just went off. Um, and then we shot the video. After that, we hosted a brunch in Miami a couple months ago together, wow. his dad brunch. So Trinidad's, like, one of those cats in the industry that I met that isn't industry. He's, like, very just, like, a humble dude, and he keep it real at all costs. You yeah, know? you could see that in um in his show. He got that sneaker show. On Complex, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That You could see his uh, personality and just down-to-earth type of cat. Yeah, People so don't really know him. They just know him from that one song, that, that gold song. Right, right, right. He's a, he's talented, man. Yeah, no, he's super talented, dude, um, when it comes to music, fashion, writing. You know what I'm saying? Um, super talented guy. And like I said, yeah. just super humble. Like he's, he's not artsy. The, yeah. He's a RC cat. He's not the type that you, you can see him on the street by himself and he wouldn't act like rude to you. He's a, you know, he's one of those guys that's just, he's real, you know? So I, re, I respect that about him because in his industry, you meet a lot of people and people are sometimes, uh, they're living in the persona version of themselves. They come mierdas. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> and 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 they shitheads a lot of them too. Yeah, you're right. So um, you know, but they live. When I say they what live is, in that persona version, what it's it, like what they see on TV or, or right, like what right, they're supposed right, to right. be on TV. Versus it, just being a human. You well, know? they say if you're if you're a broke asshole, <laughs> if you give him money, it's gonna be a, a bigger a, a rich asshole. True. Oh, yeah, yeah, it just amplifies. Yeah, it just amplifies that person. 100%. That's true. All right, let's move on to the next one. And this one is fire. Uh, We'll we'll pull up soon. Very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a new venture. Um, I just got my own uh, first gallery, my own official gallery um, in Bushwick. So uh, it's beautiful being back, you know, back in Brooklyn in the area where I went to school at and used to roam the streets in. So it's almost like, you know, God has brought me international across the world and now I'm back home and I'm also able to like now run a business out of there. Um, and so the event space is going to be for pop-up events. We're going to do video, photo shoot, podcast production. We're going to have a recording studio in the back. You got a bar um, in there? A what? A bar? You got a no, bar. no, we don't got a bar yet, <laughs> yet at least. Um, <laughs> But we're going to be doing art exhibitions. We have a buy and sell business out of there, too, where we're reselling sneakers and clothes, you know, mm. designer stuff, Jordan, stuff like mm. that. Um, so for me, you know, it was a blessing. My, my homie, shouts to Mo Interactive, uh, he hit me up the first day that he caught wind of this place. And he was like, yo, bro, I can't have a gallery without my brother Arts. And me and him just partnered on it. And, you know, now we we planning on, on going up, you know. Is that where you just did the, the event, the, the butt and chill? Was it no, 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 no. Um, that was an event that I, I got booked to just host. Okay. Um, by the homies, uh, Coochie Frito Boys and, uh, No Feeling Season, who I'm wearing his hoodie right now. So shouts to them. Nice. Shouts so, to them. Yeah. We were, we were thinking of, uh, maybe recording an episode at your spot. Let's do it. I would love that. Yeah, yeah. right. Change the scenery. Yeah, and, you know. yeah. I would love that, man. We, we want to make it, this spot is like, I don't even like calling it a gallery. I, um, the space is going to be called Beyond Infinite. So the whole idea of it is to be just like an open format type of space. Like you, you imagine it 
and you come there and you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, we have everything in there from heat press machine to do your merch. Um, you know, I have teammates in there that could build websites and do marketing. So we're making it a real like mom and pop, you know, event space where people could come in and just be creative. You know, yo, we should pull up our arts. We bring the camera, some mic. And we that. just, uh, you know, see what what's going on. Broadcast, over there. yeah, we love I like it. that, right? Yeah, maybe we could edit it into this video. Hey, who knows? Uh, yeah, and uh, when I get back from Germany, I got a show in Germany in a couple weeks, um, in Frankfurt. And when I get back, uh, we're gonna try to do the grand opening on like April 11th. So, um, you know, that'd be probably the perfect time to come through. Oh, April 11th. Everything cool, will be cool, set cool. up by then. Oh, so it's not even open yet. Uh, I've been having homies. Y'all could still come through before yeah, the yeah. grand opening, but I've been still like you know getting the right furniture, the feng shui, making sure the vibe, <laughs> right, you know. I've I've, I've, been, I've been, yeah. I've heard that shit in a minute, right? <laughs> feng shui. I've built a, a pretty big set of shoes for myself, like them big red joints that everybody's wearing. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> no hell no. <laughs> uh, That's the Dora, the monkey from Dora's yeah, store, right? Yeah, the oh, mega mega man, mega joint. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I with the event side, I've built pretty big shoes to fill. So for me, it's like I was even telling my partner this today, like, "Yo, bro, we got to get this space looking fly because people already expect that fly shit from me." So you know, we got to make sure that the arts gallery spot is gonna be just as fly as all the other stuff. You know. All right, all right. Let's let's keep it moving to the next one. This one is fucking awesome, awesome picture. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, Art Basel. Uh, me and the homie Nori, Trinidad James. We was drunk as a skunk, uh, <laughs> bobbing. You know, this is before we even performed. And uh, what he's what's he telling you right there? I think he was telling me. We was talking a lot of shit, and we was having a <laughs> lot. Like, of, like, <laughs> he was like, "Yo, pass the light, cabron." No, no. One, Nori kept saying that night that Arts was the richest guy in the spot, which oh, was definitely oh, not man. true. You <laughs> shit talk. You yeah, told me shit. Yeah. <laughs> All drinks on Arts. And he said that uh, Trinidad had the nicest hat, and I had the best jacket in the spot. So he, he, kept, he kept complimenting both of us for that. Um, and then he was also saying, yo... Let me, he was asking us to let him open up the show. And I'm like, Nori, you bugging. You can't open up. He's like, nah. He's like, Trinidad, I already know his energy and arts. I've never seen you perform, but I could feel it already that you're going to go crazy. And he said, I want to open up. I said, nah, Nori, we're not doing that. So what I did is I hit the stage and I opened up. And when I got off the stage and went back to the section, he's like, motherfucker, I knew it. <laughs> he's like, you transformed to 10 feet tall on that stage. So, yeah, but he was he was showing love the whole night. Shout to Nori. Love it, man. We love it. All right. And this is going to be my final one. But it's fucking fire because this is one of my favorite artists. The ghost style spirit. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. This is right here is on the set of uh one of my new singles and new video that's gonna come out called More Dilla featuring mm. the Ghost Styles P. Um Go track. Thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. But yeah, that's us on the the BTS, the behind the scenes of, of the video, so that'll be dropping soon. How do you get that concept of that song? Uh I was just in a crib with Tata Soundguard, my producer. He started chopping up uh uh, a dealer sample um well he started chopping up a soul sample and then he chopped up a vocal of dealer um 
And from there, you know, I was just listening to what Dilla was saying, and I was like, yo, we need good vibes, more chilling. Let's you know, drill. Let's drill, drill more yeah, yeah. Dilla. I love and, that. And not I saying, that like, line. that's not a shot on <laughs> drill music because the I beat is a more Dilla. <laughs> no, nah, it's not. I fuck with a lot of drill artists, and uh, the song is a drill song. Mm-hmm. It's a drill beat with a soul sample, which yep. I don't know if that's been done or at that time you know as smooth as that or whatever but for me it was just like less violence and more like being superhero and less being a villain you know everybody nowadays want to be the cool guy want to be the tough guy want to be the shooter want to be the gangster you know like for me the biggest form of being a gangster is being able to take care of your family uh being able to have a sustainable career being able to make the people around you better um, being able to lead them, develop them, grow them, you know what I'm saying? Like, and for me, those are all acts of heroes. They're not acts of villains, you know? Well, that's true. That's true. So when you did that track with, with Styles P, you, you did, you lay down your verse and then you sent it to him and he heard your verse and he, yeah, yeah, so that. after I seen him in our Basel, um, he came to the show, he rocked out. Um, my friend had invited me onto, uh, just blaze's podcast he produces the show for just blaze and um coincidentally their guest was styles p so when i was getting in the elevator styles was getting in the elevator and he was like, oh shit peace king what up and i'm like oh shit what's up like i wanted to say thank you you know for coming out to the event that night but me and you never exchanged numbers we was just vibing you know and sometimes i don't like to reach for the number or contact because i'm like you know it's happening organically you know yeah, so um yeah, yeah word we seen each other there. I got his number there. And then two days later, I was performing at another homies event that Styles was performing at. Styles, Dave East, Jim Jones, Maino, Papoose, uh, Nems. There's a whole list of us, um, New York artists. And, um, I seen him again. And he like, damn, you everywhere, King. And I'm like, shit, I'm, you know, I'm grinding, you know, so I sent him the record. Um, a couple weeks later, I went to, uh, do a vacation in Hawaii. First time in Hawaii, and when I was there, I had fucking no reception, and his manager hit me like, yo, bro, I'm about to send you the record, and the first ball was like, just like arts, I am an art dealer, dealer. and I was like, oh, shit, (laughs) and then the last ball is like, you fucking with a reject, and I'm like, oh, shit, and my man texts me, and he's like, yo, bro, the ghost just name dropped you, you forever a legend now, okay, that that, that goes to show a lot, man, like, when you want to, you you want to put, you know, when you when you you see somebody, right, a celebrity, somebody that's popular, you don't need a, you know, like you said, I, you know, I wasn't even thinking about getting the number, none of that, because if you keep working and putting yourself in places, you'll run into them again. That shit come right. organically. That's the way it's supposed to happen. That's the way, you know, that's the way the best things come about. Right. Not pressing it and pushing it. It's about yeah. working it and, and setting yourself up for that. Honey, you always got to earn no matter what level of success you're going to get. You got to mm-hmm. earn it. And even if I got features by them, it, it don't still mean that to them I proved myself to who no, I am. Yeah. And I don't have nothing to prove to them, right? I got to prove it to myself and to the world and my fans. But it's right? just to, it's just to let people know, like, you know, don't act in desperation. Right. 100%. At the moment, don't be desperate at the moment that you're in because, oh, shit, yo, this person's there. Like, I got to run, you know, like sweat them and jump on them. Like, yeah. you know, you, you work, you work your way towards it and you keep showing, showing that, you know, you, what you're capable of and you, you know, what your grind, you know, just your grind, your capabilities. That shit, yeah. that shit will come. 
Yeah. When you when you putting on when you putting on for yourself for your team and you grinding and hustling, you're gonna attract like a magnet. Everything that's supposed yep. to come to you, every person that's gonna come to you. Some people are attract to you or fuck with you for the long haul. Some people will just peek their head in the window and fuck with you for a little bit and then be like, ah, I don't know. Some people will take this time to understand who you are as an artist. Mm-hmm. Some people just read the headlines. Oh, touring, NFTs, this, that, and the third, right? And then some people, uh, like I said, take the time to really, like, understand who you are and get to appreciate your talents, yep. you know? But we're living in an industry where it's like, or in the day and age, I say, not even in an industry that people are always judging what your life is like through the optics or the lens that they see of what's happening. Yep. So they'll quickly associate you with a notable thing that has happened in your career recently or like a headline or success versus taking the time to like dive in, listen to the music, see who you are, you know, read about you a little bit more, do the research, you know what I'm saying? Um, So you got to take everything with a grain of salt, but like you said, can't force it. You know, anything Mm -hmm. the universe is going to give you is going to be some shit that is meant for you, you know? Yep. Shit, shit, man. And I guess right there, <laughs> we found we found arts, yo. Searching for arts. Searching for arts. Mm. Look, and we we found them. No, no, arts. Man, arts been doing this thing, man, and it's an inspiration. I appreciate you know, it. It's very inspirational for everybody, especially up and coming artists. And like, yo, and for those that think this shit is easy. Right. Shit ain't easy at all, man. No. And you're doing it for Dolly. A lot of investment financially, uh, you know, life, you life investment. Yeah, you know, yeah. Sacrifice. A lot of sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think that's the role I'm playing in, in, uh, in my life, too, is not only just me being an artist, but me being uh, an example for other artists. Independence. There's mm-hmm. mad rappers that have called me on the months that I was torn. That's like, yo, bro, like you breaking the floodgates for us to go through, and we just want to call you and say that, you know. And I'm like, damn, like most rappers don't even say that to other rappers, you know. Um, I've had recently rappers and artists telling me to sign them, and I'm like, shit, do you know how expensive music is, bro? Like, <laughs> I have my eyes on signing some people when I get into the the situation where I know I can do my best work. Um, you know, because the vision is, is, you know, is much bigger than just music. It's, you know, obviously, as y'all know. Um, but, you know, it also made me understand my role in life right now is to also be a leading example for people that's watching my journey. And I always say that, like, I li- like there's people vicariously living through my movement. And I feel like you guys as well are a part of that, whether mm-hmm. you consider yourself or not. Like, I feel like people... Yo, you, you labeled us rejects already. Yeah, y'all the rejects. <laughs> the first y'all time. About reject dreaming. <laughs> We've been running with it. Yo, y'all heard it here. <laughs> nah, that's a fact. And and the way I, I see it, say that is like vicariously living through some of those movements because, as you said, you guys are watching them on the ground after me being here a year and a half ago. Me talking about some stuff I'm doing versus uh, excelling to some of those heights that I said I wanted to set out to do, right? Um, everything from the fucking first guy, first OG, whoever fronted me bud on the block in order for me to pay for my first mixing session. You know, like, that person is still living vicariously through me. Why? Because that person still raps a, a, a rapper, too, from here and there. You know? 
He still got a cousin who's spitting balls at fucking 48. Like, you know what I'm saying? And we from the same hood, these different things, you know? Um, so it's beautiful to see that because it makes me feel like every step I go further, like I feel like the Verizon man. I got like a million people with me, even when they're not there physically. You know? <laughs> Damn. So it's love. Oh, there's so much things that I still want to ask you. I know my co-hosts have a bunch of things I want to ask you um, about the, your album, um, Ari Lennox. You got a track with her. Um, but, yo, fellas, there's so much things that we're going to have to cut it for part two, yo. You think so? Part two, man. Let's take a Shit. Break. So, yo, we'll be back, yo. <laughs> part two. We're going to send some titties. We need good vibes, more chillin', more tribe, more village, substance, no filler, less drill, more dealer, more heroes, less villains, God made us equal, scratch that, Ben Triller, rapper, curator, reject, hope dealer, dope dealer, art dealer, party, that's us, put the museum to the hood with me, Lynn Brooklyn with the bike kids and the four wheelers. I, w- I was there through all of that, yeah. through all of the business with the hustlers on the corner chillin', yeah. hope the street dreams in my flight jacket to a chinchilla, 40-40 with a shorty Stressing how the fuck I blow a quarter million Still ain't make it yet But what the fuck's making it? Oh, Lord, I don't know For the internet, we were in the mix Selling low, smoking side, going shows Hot froze, working Trader Joe's Can't be canceled, word is good Good with God, no, I'm standing Had no choice, my only choice Leave by example, name is good Work is good, I gave out samples We need Good vibes, more chillin', more tribe, more village, substance, no filler, less drill, more dealer, more heroes, less villains, God made us equal, scratch that, Ben Triller, rapper, curator, reject, hope dealer, dope dealer, art dealer, pardon, that's us. Just like arts, I am an art dealer. If life is a movie, who is the part dealer? If life is an ocean, who is the shark dealer? Four or five dumping on niggas, have them cartwheeling. We don't fuck with no soft niggas, no hard feelings. Hear the car peeling, see the money thrown. You don't want to reach on them bullets hitting your phone bone. Cause I curate, getting the cure to you. Back then, I curated, getting the pure to you. Four, four, filled with the law, getting that roar to you. My nigga, look at me now. Look you in your eye while my niggas putting you down. But I'd rather lift you up. Say some shit that I stick, but my niggas will stick you up. Yeah. Know you fucking with a reject. I'ma keep it G. That's some shit you should detect. I don't wanna tell them no more. I'll be complacent. I don't wanna I just wanna smoke the pain that I'm chasing. 